Which monetization partner you choose to work with can make or break your career as a search ARB specialist. We have worked with all of them for many years and sometimes we've even been on the inside working for them. I, for, for example, started my career at CEDO way back in 2005. Now, after having spent millions of dollars spread over all the major monetization providers, we can give a pretty good picture out there if you're wondering who to work with. Please remember to like, subscribe, and if you're on YouTube, write a comment which your favorite monetization platform is and why. Monetization the provider overview. This is a thing I think many that begin ask themselves how to go about it, which ones are out there at all. And, and we are in a pretty good position to help. I've been on the inside of four different monetization providers. And you also have extensive knowledge on how it looks behind the stage. We started out as service providers to other people, right? So we've had mm -hmm. the benefit to look under the hood and, and that we know what is it like to be on the other side. Like we've received customers as well. So we, we can know how the dynamic goals and the fact is that not everybody gets the same treatment also so i i think we can shed some light on how someone that that is in this field can uh, maximize their chances to get as as good of a service as possible so the the monetization providers that like the obvious ones are then system one cedo tony and heck i call it ads.com bodis is the older brand and then domain active or OB media as domain. Yeah. And what yeah. are your, when you hear those five brand names, like if, if someone doesn't know any of them, what would you say quickly? How would you like sum them up these various platforms or which ones did one start with? Yeah, I guess we could start with the, the oldest Cedo. Cedo has been around for a very long time since before you or I even entered the industry. Yeah. And their system was built for an entirely different form of monetization and traditional domains. Not a lot has changed since the product was first released. That's uh, true. But it is a good feed. It performs well. The, I think the challenge for most people when they're using it is how much manual work you have to do compared to the other feeds where you have to go and register a domain, point the DNS to them. There's a couple more steps involved and the stats aren't, aren't as powerful in the sense of real-time reporting and how they report as well. They report on a domain level. So it's, it gives you a, an idea of what things used to look like since everyone else has evolved their platforms to accommodate our more uh, easily, but in how they've kept it, it, it does give you a little bit more control as well. Traffic, like you could split your traffic amongst different domains very easily. Yeah. But it's a well-performing feed for us. I've had a long relationship with them. And I would say next would be tonic, which formerly would be parking crew. They still have the parking crew brand, but they split off the traditional domain monetization to parking crew where it's always been, and then launched tonic, which is where all the search arb traffic is sitting. I think that's for us, 
the biggest feed. That's our biggest partner. They certainly perform the best and we have most of our traffic there. Because their platform is really easy to use, creating offers very fast. They register all the offers on your behalf. Keyword setup, all that is also very straightforward. And the stats have recently been upgraded to more real-time reporting as well. The, the tonic feed is our preference, I would say. Uh, yeah. But it's also because we have a really good in with accounts reps. We know the people. We, like, we've known them for a long time and we have a good rapport with them. Yeah. And one thing, when I thought about the session, I, I thought I have to highlight, it really depends on like where you have a good in with the people. I would say that's even more important than the features of the parking platform. Yeah. So if someone is just starting out, I would recommend them to try and get uh, a personal connected each and every one of those providers and see who do you have a nice vibe with? Where do you feel that you get a good service? Because that can also make a huge difference depending on which account rep you have. It's not everything, but it's definitely an important source. Yeah, exactly. I would preface all of this by saying, like, there is no perfect feed. And we've had conversations with people that have had most of their traffic on CETO or System 1 and hey. Modus. And the only difference, like you said, is the, the degree of relationship that partner has with them. So hey. the platforms themselves, I think they're all relatively similar in, in terms of functionality they all have are backed by the same feed but yeah what's really sets it apart is the degree of relationship that you have with the account rep and with our situation we have i think been fortunate that we've had good relationships with everyone but of course tonic is our oldest partner and where we have i would say the best relationship it because yeah. It should be highlighted that all of these monetization providers, as you state, they display in theory, the same ads. It should be a commodity, right? Yeah. They display the same. In practice, okay, you have the personal relationships, but there's also, there's some black box elements. Like as we had for a while, we, we had two, we ran two seed providers. And we could compare side by side the same traffic on two different contracts that should be identical, yet there was widely different performance yeah. between those contracts. And it, it wasn't really explicable in the end. So there is always some fairy dust or black box elements that you just have to try. Uh, each each provider to see what works for you. It can be the geo, it can be the vertical, so it can be how you buy. There's there's a lot of different different factors there. But so as an actionable step, I would recommend if someone then wants to expand their seed providers, I would recommend to go on LinkedIn and just search for the people that work in each organization and hit them up and describe your case and yeah. ask if they can help you. That's much better than just signing up and, and starting to use the platform. Of course you can do it, but the factor is that you will not, like everybody doesn't get the same rev share. 
And you will yeah. probably not start out with a phenomenal rev share if you sign up as an anonymous user that nobody has heard about. Yeah. And uh, you can still make it, but you will have to then walk the long way to establish your reputation. So you can take a short circuit that via describing who you are and, and what the potential is. And needless to say, the account reps are then looking at, they of course want the customer that can drive a lot of revenue. So if you can convince them that you are such a customer, you'll have an easier start with a respective feed provider. Good. Say, uh, so we have uh, Cedo and Tonic we talked about. Yeah, and I would then say, we have, yeah, we still have System One, which I think really was an innovator in this field. They were previously known as Open Mail back when emails was a big focus for everyone. But I would say they're the most, they have the most advanced reporting on their platform and the UI is, is new. I think they released it uh, just this year, earlier this year, but it has the best real-time reporting in that respect. Our media buyers really like working with it. And the team there is, is nice to work with. They're very knowledgeable. You can see them at most shows and they're always walking around and they have, I think the best background when it comes to media buying, they can give a lot of knowledge because a lot of them have been working with like our since the beginning, they weren't a domain monetization company. They were an ARP company from the start. So yeah. all the employees there started with that. Whereas with Cedo Tonic, a lot of them worked with the traditional like domain monetization and then switched over. These guys have the OG knowledge when it comes to search ARP. Super important point, yeah. So you mentioned in Zito's case, there's a legacy and yeah, it goes in the beginning of Zito. The idea was that it should be like an eBay for domain names. They were focusing on buy the buying and selling of domain names and it was like a bit accidental that they started to monetize traffic. This was a long time ago, but you can still feel it when you talk with people at Zito that the process of media buying is relatively foreign to them to do it themselves. I wonder if there's anyone, I haven't met anyone at Cedo that has media bought themselves. Whereas, as you say, System One are some of the most knowledgeable media buyers they have in-house. So there's a humongous difference when you talk with the reps in, in, in the amount of knowledge that, that can be shared. That's a huge plus that you're highlighting. Yeah. There. We've had sessions where we've gone away and been like, wow, we've learned something, something new. That's uh, not to brag, but it doesn't happen so often. <laughs> yeah, but then of course, if, if there's an organization that media buys a lot themselves, then you have to ask yourself, what's the risk? Like, well, how do you assess that they will be inspired by your campaigns? How, how comfortable do you feel about that? That's was something that held us back for yeah. some time working together with them. I think when we first approached them, like you said, that was the biggest concern that we would have. And I think one of the main reasons we haven't worked with them, uh, for longer, I, we know them well now and you know, the, what they've told us is that there's a very strict separation between the in-house team and what they manage on the third party side. And I trust that I think in most, in many cases, we everyone's always running in the same verticals and 
how I think we've gotten around that is the previous episode, we looked at ad transparency tools and spy tools. And that's really, I think, where a lot of people are getting inspiration. Inadvertently, we would be copying a lot of their stuff and they would be copying our stuff. So it doesn't really matter if we're on their system. They're seeing our ads in the wild anyways. And I don't think we've personally, I don't think I've seen any cases where they've just blatantly copied any of our campaigns or our creatives. So I feel comfortable that there is that separation between the two teams at the system one e platform. What would you say about Bodis? Have you tried ads.com? Have you tried this platform yet? Yeah, we've been trying it. We've been trying it over the past month. It's the newest platform. Uh, they've been doing a lot of marketing as well, previously known as Bodis, and now ads.com. The platform itself, I think, is really, it has a lot of potential. We've been testing it over the past, I think, month and a half. And yeah, the performance is there. The payouts, maybe that's something we could talk about as well, between all the providers is is a bit delayed in comparison. I think they're still getting comfortable with the risk there because of course there's a lot of risk on that side when you're a feed, but it's a strong platform with good real-time stats, similar to system one. Uh, yeah, I think they have a lot of potential. And so performance wise, uh, is it on par so far on the tests? So far, I would say it is. Pretty, pretty close in, in comparison. We've ran a couple of rotations between ads.com and all the other feeds. And so far it's been pretty close. In some cases, ads.com is one. And you mentioned payment terms. So the terms, the standard terms would then be between net 16, net 30. Do we have any that are longer? No, I think. For a while, Botus or ads.com was on net 45. I'm not sure if that's still the case, but in the past, ads.com was the longest in terms of payment. Yeah. And th- that's, of course, something that is a, can be a critical part for media buyer to get the cash quicker and it, it might be a thing that you can negotiate with your also. Yeah. Um, so last but not least, OB Media, what's the verdict? I think they have a strong platform within Crossroads. I think one of the nicest features that they have there is the ability to, to see kind of network wide, how are certain verticals performing? They have a nice e. reporting tool for not just your account, but just their network, what countries are working, what are the RPCs. Even if we're not sending a lot of traffic there, we often like to take advantage of this tool just to see what, how things are looking. Cause they're the only feed amongst the ones we've talked about that have a tool like this. And that kind of also goes back to the relationship that you have with your rep. A lot of times you have to go to your rep for this information. You have to ask them, what are the best performing verticals right now for Spain? And what do the RPCs look like? In Crossroads, all that information is presented there. So you see it, you can filter it as you need and get a lot of 
basis for campaigns that you can start launching. They give you the RPC. How much has the RPC changed over a different, over a certain time frame? And, and yeah, it's a good competitive research tool. Mm. Yeah, that's a really nice feature. Absolutely. Then RevShare. I found when we were having our own customers, there was a lot of focus on RevShare and talk and percentages here and there. The problem is as a customer, you never know. Right, you get receive a number, but you don't know is it actually the case or is that the put on top there the rev share of what and the that I want to mention that also to highlight again the importance of having several feed providers and several good relationships and setups so you can test your traffic the same kind of traffic on 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 various systems because the likelihood inside that you will see different performance and that that can be due to that your rev share is different absolutely but it can also be on depending on some other factors but the only way that you really know how what kind of a treatment or what kind of a performance you get comparatively is that you have to test and then yeah. once you test you could and you should talk with your account manager that's underperforming and mention that, be transparent and highlight how much they lose out on having that poor performance. And then it doesn't really matter. Is it the rev share or whatever? Is it the main thing is that the account rep is aware of that there's a risk of getting less business from you and that they should do something to change the performance. It could be that they just dial up your rev share. They will, of course, never say it. They will say that, oh, now we try a new template on your traffic or a new keyword rotation or whatever. But in the end, it's what really matters is that you get a better performance and this exercise yeah. of comparing various feeds will help you then to keep the conversation going to point the differences between the providers. Yeah. Like you said, there's a lot of things that they can do to improve the performance, but they have to know that they're not performing. Yeah. And earlier, also, we talked about how each bead performs just a little bit differently for whatever reason, even though it's the same, it's the same feed underlying ads and whatnot. So it's really important to always be testing different platforms. If the campaign's not working, rotate a little bit of the traffic to another platform and see if that helps. But then communicate the performance results back to the rep because they always like to know where they stand. It's not always about pushing the rev share, but also just there are other things that they can work on with you to help mm. performance up. They could look at the traffic quality, give you some insights that, that aren't readily available in the UI about the traffic so you can understand, like, why isn't it performing well? Mm. Absolutely. Then another lens to look at the different providers through is their compliance requirements. Like theoretically, they all should have the same compliance rules, but in practice, they can differ quite a bit because there's, there will always be a gray zone. There will be new, new features or new ways to set up a campaign and just yeah, different companies have different cultures and some are more willing to experiment versus others, they don't want to take any risk or try anything unknown. And that can affect your opportunity to buy traffic quite greatly. 
Yeah. Yeah, two of the companies that, that we've highlighted here, Cedo and Tonic, they're based in Germany and Germans are by nature quite risk averse. And then we have American companies find, yeah, maybe the, the geolocation effects, like how the experience that you get uh, working with them, because I find, yeah, Americans are, are keen to, to try things and interested in optimizing things as much as possible. Yeah, our experience has been that, for instance, with System 1, there's more of an openness to try things out versus Atonic, even though we like working with them and we have a good experience, if there's something that's, or, or I would wish for a change, is the very careful compliance nature that, yeah. that they had. Yeah. And they're always looking to see what the source of the traffic looks like and they're in all these ad transparency tools. They're looking at all the ads and they're constantly making sure that the content matches what, what you're displaying on the park page, that the keywords are relevant. So they have a very strong compliance team. And I think in that respect, it, they've, they've helped us really understand as well in many cases what not to do, but I agree they could be a little bit less or more open to experimentation with new sources, for instance, or new formats. Uh, but that's something we're constantly working on with them is, is it's a conversation again, just talking to the rep and making sure that they understand what you're doing. So it doesn't come back through via compliance and, um, and they don't want like, because we didn't explain it to them, they don't, but yeah, I agree. System one, OB, like these companies seem to be much more open to experimentation, to testing different ideas, uh, that aren't like explicit. It's always in a gray zone. So it's open to interpretation. And I think that interpretation in the U S is much looser. Yeah, yeah. it needs to be, I think we need to highlight here that we're not advocating to like break against compliance rules, but there, there are areas that are not really established yet where actually nobody really knows how, what, the, what the rules are. And often in arbitrage, you benefit greatly when there is something new, something that not everybody is doing. And then it can be detrimental if you get like a ban against it from your yeah. feed provider, when it's not even sure that it actually is forbidden from the ad provider's view. Because here also, the monetization providers, they don't get detailed, like completely detailed info down to the millimeter or the inch, if you're interested, what, how compliance should look. So they all interpret the rules and they interpret them differently. Yeah. But that it's still good to know several feed provider stance on something so you can make your own uh, decision. Because there are also feed providers that are too lax sometimes. I find that are careless. And that could also be that could also be a risk if your account trap is just saying, yeah, go ahead and do this. And you move into not only a gray zone, but like in a critical area where you even run the risk of getting clawback. So it's also not good. So it's complicated. It needs to be the right balance. Yeah, it does. Good. So, so we covered, uh, payment terms, rev share, compliance, reporting, their own knowledge about arbitrage. We also touched upon like, how much do you have to do yourself? Some feeds are more manual than others. So I would like, see, like to single out 
system one and tonic there, you don't have to register the domains yourself. I assume ads, ads.com takes that yeah. approach as well. Whereas Cedo and OB, I guess you have to register your own domain. I, I think they've moved away from that. I think they also have provided the domains now as well. So it's really <laughs> where you still have that traditional domain read that step. <laughs> But they're also, last time we talked to them, working on a product where, where we, where they would register the domain going forward, hopefully to be released soon. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, it is not only a matter of technology. This is a relationship business as well. And so not to repeat, try to build a relationship with the people that work there, try to meet them at shows. Try to befriend them optimally and, yeah. and keep in touch with them because they hold a lot of knowledge. Of course, they can, that can help you. But when I, ahead of our talk, I looked also what do other people suggest out there on the internet and most just write, oh, you should start with this or that company. But yeah, we've taken a different approach and I'd, I'd say work with all of them so that you can make your own choice and you can build your own relationships. And yeah. with that, I think you'll be in a better position than just narrowing in on, on one company based on something that someone has written online. Yeah, for sure. Good. I think we got it then. Okay. Well, you should have the knowledge to make a wise choice with the monetization providers. It's quite academic that's in the end, we just say it depends, <laughs> it depends. It really does. It does. Yeah. But I would say to end, it's the best to, to work with all of them and, yeah. and send the traffic to all of them. Yeah. Spread the love. Yeah. Spread the love. It all performs differently depending on the feed. It shouldn't, but it does. And to find that extra couple percentage points, it makes all the difference when you're buying traffic. So it's important to always be testing. Always be testing. All right, it's a wrap.